It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Dollar Collapse, your ringside seat for the global economic crisis. To get the full story, go to dollarcollapse.com. Hi, everybody. It is Sunday, July 17th, and I waited a little longer than usual this week to do this podcast because so much was happening. I was hoping things would calm down so we could do more of an overview. And instead of just a blow-by-blow account of what is turning into an ever-crazier world, but... Things are still happening. Nothing's slowing down. So let's start, as always, by uh, pointing out a crazy world is a favorable world for gold and silver. That's where we hide out when we lose faith in the big systems and and the fiat currencies that are being run by our governments. Because of that, you're going to want to check out our sponsor, Birch Gold, at 800-355-2116 or www.birchgold.com. They'll fix you up with some gold or silver coins that will stand you in good stead as things spin increasingly out of control in the future. So we should begin our story this week with Brexit, of course, which freaked the markets out when it happened a couple of weeks ago. It caused the biggest one-day drop in global stock market wealth in history. It seemed like the end of the world to a lot of people, but then people changed their focus from the event itself to the likely response from the world's governments, and they liked what they saw. You know, the the Bank of England is now promising a rate cut at the next meeting and will probably do a lot more in the way of quantitative easing and other kinds of monetary ease. Japan just re-elected Shinzo Abe, who's the architect of Abenomics, which is, in a nutshell, the biggest monetary expansion in relation to the size of the country's GDP in history. And he's going to do much, much more now. He just ordered the government to come up with new stimulus plans. The European Central Bank is already ramping up its quantitative easing programs and generally buying lots of new bonds in response to Brexit. And China is, as always, easing aggressively. So the markets, once they got a sense of the magnitude of the government response to Brexit, have turned on a dime. People are back to buying stocks and equity prices are soaring and uh, the U.S. markets are now at all-time highs despite all the crazy stuff that's going on in the world. And junk bonds are seeing massive inflows. Get this, even Italy now is back in the junk bond market and issuing junk really aggressively. So while all these good things basically were going on in the financial markets, there was another major terrorist attack in France, this time using a truck, thus illustrating the impossibility of preventing attacks when the attackers don't care about dying. And over the weekend, there was a coup attempt in Turkey, which is a member of NATO and so could easily have involved Europe and the U.S. It failed, but it was apparently a pretty close call. So what does all this mean? First, the world is obviously sliding into chaos with civil unrest and terrorism and other deeply disturbing things now a weekly occurrence. Second, nationalist political parties and politicians are thriving in this environment. Marine Le Pen was already the most popular French politician before the Nice attack. 
And now she's even more popular. Donald Trump gains in public opinion polls when stuff like this happens. And in Italy, the Five Star Party is now the country's most popular, and its main goal is to leave the European Union and the Eurozone. So the drumbeat of anti-status quo events is likely to continue, and governments are likely to respond with ever easier money in an attempt to keep civil and political unrest from spilling over into the financial markets. So what this does is create the conditions for the mother of all financial crises. I mean, we, we're adding debt at an accelerating rate after having done so for two straight decades already. And the entities like Italy, for instance, that are already so financially fragile that they're a systemic risk are becoming more so. You know, if Italy is a big junk bond issuer now and its government continues to borrow more and more money and its banks, which are already at levels of non-performing loans that usually spell the end of individual banks and the whole banking system is, is at those levels now. If Italy is in that kind of a situation, but its interest rates are lower than those of the U.S. and people are buying Italian junk bonds hand over fist, that means we're getting worse. That means the system is becoming more and more fragile. And let's not even think about what's happening at Deutsche Bank and, and some of the other big banks that are such big derivatives players. You know, this is the kind of market where derivatives traders can write protection on all kinds of things, collect their fees, and then mosey off into the sunset with huge year-end bonuses and not worry about what happens to those derivatives when the counterparties default. Well, the counterparties are going to default at some point in the not-too-distant future. And that's going to cause a crisis that's reminiscent of 2008-2009, but much, much better. Bigger. So stock markets around the world trading at record or near record levels are either lemmings running off a cliff. In other words, people buying securities that are grossly overvalued in a world that's heading into some kind of chaotic episode. That's either crazy or it's smart because the next stage in government responses to these things will be direct buying of equities to keep the political chaos and the civil unrest from bleeding over into the financial markets. And that will inevitably push up equity prices. We don't know which it's going to be. So far, it's been the latter. You know, that's why stock prices are as high as they are now, because governments have been either buying equities or buying competing financial instruments and in that way making equities more attractive or promising to do things like that. And the financial markets believe the governments. And of course, gold and silver are rocking in this kind of an environment because as I said earlier, this is where we hide out when things get crazy. And as things get crazier and crazier, which they, they almost have to now, you know, there's really no plausible scenario for a return to normalcy of two or 3% growth a year and relatively benign politics and relatively um, favorable trade policies on the part of the major countries, you know, that that's not going to happen again in the near future. And so in that kind of a world, gold and silver look more and more attractive all the time. And that's why precious metals are going up in price lately. People just want out of traditional investments. You know, their bonds are at record levels. Their stocks, in some cases, are at record levels. And, you know, for no other reason than valuation, they should be looking to take money off the table. And a lot of investors, or a lot of professional investors, as well as individuals, are, are thinking in those terms. So you're seeing buy gold kinds of statements out of places that we haven't seen in a long, long time. A lot of big-time hedge fund managers are shorting stocks and buying gold. And a lot of other mainstream money managers are saying, well, you know, it's 
time to diversify a bit. And one diversification that you may not have tried is gold and silver. In other words, don't buy these things because you think they're going to go through the roof. Just buy them because they diversify you a little bit. Well, if the financial markets start thinking in those terms in a broad way, then there's just an immense amount of paper wealth out there to flow into these relatively small precious metals markets. So we will see a massive, massive bull market in gold and silver if even 1% of global investable wealth flows that way. And it looks like that's something that's coming pretty soon here. So get ready for a really, really interesting time to be in gold and silver. Now, the short run may be a different story because the commitment of traders report, which is a measure of what the speculators are doing out there in the in the precious metals markets, are uh, flashing red right now. They, they look very, very bearish because the speculators are so excited. They've got massive positions in gold and silver. And if there's even a little correction right now, that will spook all these speculators and they'll bail, they'll take their profits, and we'll see a sharp crack in the price of gold and silver. Should that happen? That's just a better entry point than what we have today. You know, we should definitely be buying if there's a 10% drop in, in the metals prices. And we should be looking at the high quality gold and silver miners, the streaming companies, and with the little bit of speculative money that you have left over, the junior miners, which will be like lottery tickets when things really get going. So anyhow, to sum up, political chaos, civil unrest, terrorism around the world, leading governments to increase the supply of money, to buy back bonds, to run bigger deficits, to do all the things that traditionally lead to financial instability and from there to crisis. They're all doing it in a coordinated way now. And that is going to lead to a financial crisis that is just off the charts. We can't know when, but we're seeing the pieces fall into place for something very, very serious in the not too distant future. I'll leave you on that optimistic note. Back next week with more. Thanks for listening to Dollar Collapse. For regular info and updates throughout the day, go to dollarcollapse.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.